Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. In this hour today, there are many uh, in the world that are declaring um, um, the word of God. Many in the world, uh, actually billions of us are children of God. Uh, But then there are some that are generals that are front line, that are spearhead ministry gifts, specialize in particular areas. Some have for years emphasized a subject matter that is very important to me uh, and I'm very knowledgeable in, and that is the end time or Bible prophecy. And so they specialize in Bible prophecy. Today, I did not come to declare to you Bible prophecy or talk about the last days. The Lord has directed me from decades ago to emphasize and to focus on the end time generation. You see, there's something called days and there's something called people. And I believe that I've been sent to you to impart to you by the Spirit the supernatural enablement to be the kind of people that will rule over any kind of day, regardless of the darkness, regardless of the challenge, regardless of the opposition or the opinion or the things that come against you. My Lord has anointed me and sent me answerable to him with a mandate that I may impart to you the equipment necessary to make you a victor in this hour we're living in and to make you take the ceilings off of your spiritual growth. You're coming up to another level. You're coming up to another measure in your spiritual call. There is a generation. There is a mighty generation. You are part of that generation. You may have forgotten or got distracted. I'm talking to someone right now, but you're going to pick up where you left off and that which had been um, a symptom of a ceiling in your life will become an open Um, atmosphere for you to be lifted up and be taken to the level that God has called you to be taken to. Today, I'm going to minister to you by the Holy Spirit recording the single most uh, important key of victory. First of all, I'm going to declare the end from the beginning. There is victory in America for the body of Christ. I'm going to say that again. There is victory in America for the body of Christ. There is victory in the global church globally in the body of Christ. There is victory in your home, victory in your life. There is blessing in your being and there is success in your call. There is fire in your spirit and there is power in your mouth. I want to declare that based upon the written, based upon the declared word of God that we are um, uh, thankful and grateful to be chosen by the Lord to be heirs and uh, inheritors of. And that is the the pre-denominational Christian faith. This body of believers was born, as you know, 
in power in the upper room. We were born in power. Every dialect, every language, every, every oratory necessary to make known the wonderful works of God was entrusted to us when the Almighty Holy Spirit came into the earth to induct us into formally being recognized as the body of Christ. 120 becoming one in unity, one in accord, one in power, one in endowment, and one in enablement. And we began to pour out of our spirit as we were filled with the Holy Spirit, the words of the living God, and the, and, 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 and the ministry of the, uh, of the Lord. And, and, and you know how people said, are not all these which speak Galileans? Then how do we hear them all speak in our own tongue or language the wonderful works of God? These wonderful works of God that were spoken were not only the words that the Lord had accomplished, but also the works that the Lord would continue to make available for every generation of believers to date. Thank you for being aware of the best days that are upon you. You might as well recognize it today. You might as well rejoice today. Let your neighborhood hear you shout today. Let your world hear you declare it today. Let your family hear you testify it today. You are heirs of that same endowment and enablement of power as the Lord has told us in his sacred scriptures, for it shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, that the knowledge of the glory of God shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Now we talked about it, a child of God, um, recently, and we said if our good news be hid, then I'm going to, can't, I can't resist it, I'm going to stop. The good news is that the good news is spreading. Yes. I said the good news is spreading. Chains are being broken. Addictions are being broken. Discouragement is leaving. Depression is being depressed. And our resurrection life is being activated in the heart of the believer and in the life of the chosen. Prayers are being answered. Mom, be glad. The backslider is coming home. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And, and so I, I, want to, I want to tell you, we, 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 de, uh, we, de, we want to also thank the Lord for our, for our um, men and women in uniform. We want to thank the Lord for our medical um, 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 uh, teams. We want to thank the Lord for our nurses and uh, our, our doctors and those who are on the front line dealing with the things that the devil would try to use to harm and to hurt um, certain people. And we believe in the healing power and the miracle working power of the living one, our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I shared and I said, if our gospel be hid, 
It is hid to those that believe not, remember, in whom the God of this world, speaking of the devil, and, and this age has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now today I'm talking to many, many people that are believers, but I'm also talking to some of you that are tempted to doubt. And I want to tell you there is a certainty. Shake yourself from double-mindedness and put your trust in the one that can never, can never disappoint you. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, shall he not make it good? There's going to be clarity coming to you today. Before I am finished prophesying to you the experience of the unveiling, the covering that used to allow you to only see in a measure is going to be taken off of the eyes of your understanding and another measure of visibility and assurance and accuracy and rejoicing is going to come into your spirit and into your life and it's happening right now as I'm prophesying it to you in the name of the Lord Jesus our Savior and so if our gospel is hid it's hid because the God of this world can I paraphrase? Yes. Um, uh, has blinded, because the God of this world does not want the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that shines in the face of Jesus to shine to them. But we have this treasure. We have this light. We have the same spirit of faith. In earthen vessels, we have this excellency of power. In earthen vessels, so that it would be of God and not of us. So we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so in these last days, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth. It's covering the earth right now. It is covering your being right now. The glory is greater than the gloom. I said the glory is greater than the gloom. The glory is greater than anything that is a report that is different than your absolute victory. 100% victory, 100% of the time, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so, so um, in the world, but not of the world, so in the cosmos, but not uh, ruled by the God of this world, in the age, but not subject to the dictates of the age, in the middle of a world of darkness, and yet we are the light of the world. We're not in the world to have the days do us. We are the generation that rules over the days. We are the carriers of the good news. We are the recipients of the glad tidings. We are the partakers of the joy unspeakable and full of glory. We are the redeemed of the Lord and we are going to say so. Hallelujah. I'm waiting till I hear a shout around the planet today. Glory be to God. In John the third chapter and verse 14, now I'm going to talk about some things today that are the essentials that can never be changed. They are this, this is the single most powerful, explosive 
goodness that the Lord has accomplished on earth for his people. And that explosive goodness is full of salvation, full of health, full of healing, full of prosperity, full of godliness, full of God, uh, 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 God-like, full of the mind of Christ, full of growth and maturity, full of the ability to make every one of us that will believe not only new creatures in our mind knowing that we're new creatures, but new creatures by experience being a different species of being, ambassadors, um, kings, holy nation, peculiar people, royal priesthood, by experience, a different kind of people than just how you even felt this morning or last night, depending on our time zone. Today, the the word of God, who does not return void, will emphasize the single most powerful explosion of goodness that can never be undone. An event that when it took place, it could never be undone. The scripture declares that had the princes of this world known it, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. I hear a shout on this planet today. It can never be undone. The Lord did not come down off of that cross. He did not abort his mission. He fully and completely paid the price of your health, your healing, your salvation, your victory, your sanctity, your deliverance, your welfare, your well-being. Hallelujah. And qualified you and I to be the redeemed of the Lord so that he can activate the uh, ministry of the angelic beings. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those which should be heirs of salvation? An event that had had, had the kingdom of darkness known what it would produce, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory but it cannot be undone that explosion of goodness that good news of power that relevant miracle that spiritual life is not absent it's not coming he's here right now he's here right now and you're here right now all over the world we're not separated neither by time zones nor by geography the power of the living God is upon you hallelujah and is within you. Glory be to God. So I'm going to read to you out of um, John chapter 3 and verse 14. Of course, we know the account where Nicodemus comes to Jesus and he's talking to the Lord. And he's saying, we know you're a teacher come from God. Because no man can do these miracles which thou doest. The original language in the we said these attesting miracles which thou doest. Except God be with him. Of course, you know Acts 10, um, 37, 38. It talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth 
with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, uh, for God was with him. I want to stop right now. Uh, Does your economy need a healing? Does your family member need a healing? Is there something that runs hereditarily in your uh, human bloodline that you tried your best to be free from and you need a healing? Uh, Do you have a physical condition that you need a healing from? Do you have uh, some kind of a thing that is called maybe incurable or you're going to have to live with it or bear it that you need a healing from? Well, the good news is Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. If the church can't shout about this, my God, he is the same today as he was yesterday. And if he went about doing good then, and he went about doing good, hallelujah, glory be to God. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. I'm going to stop for a minute. Oppression is from your enemy. Healing is from your savior. Your enemy is your adversary. Your savior is your ally. Your ally is greater than your adversary. Those that are with you are more than those that are against you. Hallelujah. I I feel a revival happening in your life right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so the Lord Jesus, of course, speaks to Nicodemus. He says, except a man uh, be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Um, The kingdom of God, as I'm going to share with you in this um, supernatural time of fellowship, is been misunderstood a lot of in a lot of ways um, because we only focus on the most important, of course, the greatest, and that is the second coming or the return of the Lord to establish bodily to establish His kingdom upon earth, and that's wonderful. And and uh, even so, come Lord Jesus, Amen. And uh, the apostles said, you know, for me to live as Christ, to die is gain. I'd rather go and be with Christ, which is far better. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is there joy in the world today? Is there anybody full of joy in the world today? Are you full of joy in the world today? Is your attitude, is your condition, my God, Are your feelings determined by your experience or are they determined by your revelation? Are you ready to have a shout that can never be silenced and a praise that can never be stopped? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 And so when he talks about the kingdom of God, he's talking about what is in the Greek and the, or the Aramaic or any ancient language is called Christ's rule or the dominion of God. 
It's not talking about a day in the future when God will have dominion. He's saying that, no, no, when he says, unless he's addressing Nicodemus. Nicodemus is saying, um, we know these miracles you're doing, no man can do unless God is with him. And Christ says, unless you are born from the source or born from above or born again, unless you become the different kind, unless you become the different species, unless you become the new nature, unless I make you, um, unless I birth you, unless you're born of incorruptible seed. I'm going to stop till, till the world shouts and shouts that terrorizes the enemy and runs off the adversary. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Un unless you cannot see, you cannot have by revelation, you cannot have by experience, you cannot have by um, in your life the evidence of Christ's rule over the very things that I just prophesied to you and talked to you about. Do you need healing? Do you need your finance? Do you need reparation? Do you, is there tied up situations? In your, if, if you said yes to all these things, then Christ's rule is right now acknowledged in our life. And we don't, we're not going to wait till someday in the future when we hear that what the Lord said hap will happen, happen before we rejoice about the fact that the one that said is saying and is present. He's with us right now. Hallelujah. And, and, and glory to God. And so... The, the, you know the, the encounter, but then it's very important to remember that Christ is going to make reference to Nicodemus regarding something very important. And he, tell, he tells him in the 14th verse of chapter 3, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And... Um, and, and, he, and he says, the Lord says, because God, of course, he has already said God so loved the world. Um, God does not want the world to be judged. God wa wants people. Uh, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever what believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, he gave his son. He gave his son, of course, in the conception. He was conceived miraculously. Um, uh, from above became a man. He gave his son in childhood and in perfection and in innocence and all that. We know that. He gave his son in growth and in ministry and, and, and so on. And then he gave his son to demonstrate and free humanity from everything demonic to every plague or, or calamity or harm or hurt or, or um, even, even to the point of casting out uh, legion out of the Gadarene or seven demons out of uh, the, Magda, the Magdalene. So uh, the, the, the leprosy, which was the diseases of the day, was healed and men and women were, were rushing. We were rushing and breaking into the kingdom of God even while he was still here said the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent is taken it by force. But what the Lord is talking about here is he gave 
his only begotten son. Well, of course, he gave him by giving his life. And he gave him by giving his life on the cross of Calvary, on the cross of Golgotha. This is the reference where the Lord Jesus said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so will the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, why is that important? Because in Numbers 21, in the 21st chapter of Numbers, uh, right about the fifth verse, the children of Israel, we're, we're the church in the wilderness. We're, we're with Moses, and we're in the wilderness. And all of a sudden, we had just had a victory. We asked God for a victory, and he gave it, given us a victory. And then all of a sudden, we began to like, you know, look around and, you know, things were a little bit difficult. And so the, the bread that came down from heaven was light bread. And Moses brought us out here into the wilderness to die. And, and so, uh, 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 so we started complaining like I know none of us do. Like, like, like this is not even talking to you, but take a note so you can tell the complainers when you meet them. None of us do. No, no. It, they said, they started complaining all by themselves. All of a sudden, this horrible thing happened. Literally, the protection became invisible and serpents began to bite the people of God, and they started dropping, and they started dying, which was a terrible thing, but all of a sudden, we ran for prayer. <laughs> and, and we ran for prayer, listen to this, we didn't only come to Moses, we came confessing. We said, oh, Moses, and make a vow to the Lord. And the original word in the Hebrew and the Greek for a vow is make a petition. Uh, make a prayer request for the Lord for us. Because we've been murmuring, complaining. We have talked against you and against God. We, we talked about your leadership. You brought us here. And we talked about his light bread and the diet that we're on and the circumstance that we're in. And we're in transition. And we don't know where we're going. And we're not comfortable with all that. So uh, uh, pray for us. Now, it's very important that you hear me. Because this is not going to be your answer tomorrow. This is going to be your breakthrough today. This is not going to be to be fulfilled. This is going to be to be experienced right now before we finish this session together. My God is going to manifest in your life, in your home, in your hearing, in your heart, in your words, in your mind, in your will, in your emotion, in your family, in your business, in your assurance, in your faith. The very reality. Of his faithfulness. Glory be to God. The very reality of his faithfulness. So Moses prayed to the Lord. Moses said, Lord, help these people out. Forgive these people. So the Lord said, all right, make a brazen serpent and put it on a sign. Put it on a pole so that it would be lifted up and it would be a serpent on a pole. 
And when he lifted up, as the serpent was lifted up, so will the Son of Man be lifted up. And, and it came to pass in verse 9 of 21st chapter of Numbers, when he beheld the serpent or the brazen serpent, he lived. So now, the Lord said, now if anyone is bitten, turn and look at the serpent and they will live. If anybody is dead in trespasses and sins, if anybody is lost and needs a savior, oh, Jesus said, Nicodemus, the son of man is going to be lifted up so that whoever looks on that Golgotha sign, they're going to believe that sin was carried away and by his stripes you were healed and the old man has been crucified and the past has no dominion over us and they will live, hallelujah. And today, hallelujah, God has crucified your adversity. God has crucified your afflictions. God has crucified your deficiencies and God has supplied life from the very victory he accomplished through Christ on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. Hallelujah. Where the burdens of my heart rolled away. Now, it's very important. I want to I tell you this. I don't know if you're ready for this. Um. The Bible tells us, and I won't go there, but the Apostle Paul mentions it to the Corinthians, the Greeks seek after wisdom. The Jews look after what? A sign. But we preach Christ crucified. To, to the Greeks who are looking by experience, by lifestyle, by whatever philosophy, whatever uh, poetry, whatever uh, mythology, whatever, whatever, different various m- m- thousands of tribes that would be considered Greeks because literally it was the entire Gentile world seeking what wisdom, seeking the kind of scientific or whatever knowledgeable or I don't want to use the word scientific in the wrong way whatever they can get from out here trying to get a uh, an answer from out here and then the Jew because of the promise is looking for a sign but the, we preach Christ crucified to the Greeks foolishness so somebody said ah what kind of a God would hang on a cross? What kind of, what kind of a victory can you gain hanging on, on the wood or hanging on the tree? And then, of course, a stumbling block um, to those that do not believe because they say, well, he didn't rise from the dead, etc., etc. But those of us who are both Jews and Greeks but believe, regardless of our nationality, regardless of our ethnicity, regardless of our background, and regardless of whether we are a male or a female. If we believe 
then Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. And on that cross, we do not see weakness because the weakness of God is stronger than men. On that cross, we do not see defeat. We see victory over principalities and powers, triumphing over them in it. We see the annihilation of affliction, the decimation of disease, the destruction of poverty because he became poor for us that we might be made rich through his poverty we see the annihilation of the condemnation of sin over our lives because he was made sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus hear me planet earth in this moment and time generation of, of champions rise up and stand upright your Lord has need of you. Step forward and represent yourself as the army of the Lord who is ready to run and not be weary and walk and not faint. This is our day of opportunity, our day of promise, our hour of prophetic vindication and revelation. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Hallelujah. And um, and, and so, so Paul is saying we, we preach Christ crucified. This is very interesting because you say, well, Dr. Harfushius, Christ is not on the cross. Well, we'll deal with that in another session. <laughs> Let's deal with the word of the Lord for you today. Because today, I will not leave you wearing a Christian burqa. I was, I'm so, I don't mean that in any in, 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 in offensive way. I, I will not leave you wearing a Christian veil that keeps you from seeing into the holy of holies where the Lord has supplied all of your need according to his riches and glory. There is an apocalypse or an apocalypsos that means the unveiling. God is going to take the veil off your heart and the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him is going to rise up and say there has happened and there is happening an explosion of goodness that is reaching my life today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and the fallout of Jesus' victory is coming upon me. And it's not distorting me. It is reforming me. It is reviving me. It is renewing me. It is anointing me. It is equipping me. It is empowering me. Glory, 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 glory. And and secure Lamanda Bongretelevandekinemashta. So the Apostle Paul, as we know, is very, very um, 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 aware that the Lord, of course, is alive. But he, he says, um, he says, I, I chose not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. What are you talking about? Well, I'm going to teach you, the Apostle Paul said, I'm going to teach you how I do what I do. I am, not was. I am. Galatians 2.20, take the note. 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh or in the body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I am crucified to failure. I am crucified to poverty. I am crucified to confusion. I am crucified to my ignorance that I lived in the past before I met Christ. I am crucified to the power of sin and his dominion over me. I am crucified to the world and the world is crucified to me. I am no longer subject to the day. I, have, I am crucified with Christ to what I used to be. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I but it's Christ who lives in me. But, but, but prophet, apostle, Dr. Harfouche, we're living in the last days and these are dark days. Well, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but it's Christ who lives in me. Christ lives in you just as victorious in dark days as he has lived in any day. My God, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and so I don't want to, I don't want to um, um, deviate from the lesson, the prophetic word today, but you know, we've, we've kept you waiting because of the demand all over the world. We kept you waiting to talk to you today. Listen. You're anxious, somebody, we don't do that. You're not anxious, you don't do that. Anxious is crucified. Anointed is living. <laughs> Worried is crucified. Winning is living. My God. My God, hallelujah. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but it's Christ who lives in me. So this is why, this is why the venom of the serpent can be just shaken off and you can feel no harm because you're living by the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. You are the property of the, you are the Lord's and he is yours. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as the, the Moses lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so in the life of the church, in the life of believers, with the eyes of the spirit and the eyes of faith and revelation, when you see the contradiction to absolute assurance come to your life, I'm going to say that again. When you see the contradiction to absolute assurance Come to your life, turn and look at the sign. Look at the look and find out how the contradiction has been dealt with. 
the contradiction has been removed from you as far as the east is from the west. The contradiction has no more power over you. Hallelujah. The contradiction has been dealt with in Christ. Hallelujah. You are no longer living unto that. You're dead to that. Praise the Lord forevermore. And you're living unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, so when the, when the Lord speaks to Nicodemus and he says to him, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so will the son of man be lifted up. And, and then what he's saying is, is very clear that when they turn and see the serpent, the brazen serpent on that, on that pole as a sign, on, on that sign, they see sin impaled and and their murmuring and their deficiency our deficiency our murmuring our you know offense to God at one time or another or whenever uh, that that uh, even your confession that that opened up the door maybe for for something are you am I talking to you and say what happens is when you see that then you live because there is you you have a transference that which you was yours is no longer yours and that which is paid for becomes your life and you live you live you're healed now i'm going to say one thing um that brazen serpent has absolutely had absolutely no venom in it. No venom in that serpent. The serpents that were attacking the church in the wilderness or the people of God had venom in them. Christ had no guilt of his own. When you look at the Lord on the cross you see the innocent one having carried away everything that would give your adversary the right to make your life less than what God has called it to be. And because you look and you see the innocent one that has freed you from the guilt that you deserved, you cannot help but rejoice in the fact you nevertheless live, yet it's not you, but it's Christ who lives in you. And the life that you now live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 And um, and um, and um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch up a little because I'm gonna prophesy to you. When the Lord gave his spirit, he said, Into your hands I commit my spirit. And um, and um, his side was pierced. Remember he they, they they, uh, he, he physically died, um, and and um, and they brought the they broke the legs of the the thieves, the crooks, the criminals. But to Christ, because the criminals were still alive, they had to break their legs in order that they may suffocate. But the Lord, 
had made the decision once it's paid in full to leave. And so when he said into your hands I commit my spirit. He poured out his, his, his spirit. He committed his spirit to, 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 to God. And he physically died. The writer uh, uh, John uh, declares that they pierced his side. And he said from his side came out blood and water. And from his side came out blood and water. And he said the one that writes is truth. And what he's saying is declaring the truth. And at that moment, at that moment, the entire universe was impacted. The entire universe, the earth itself shook. The rocks rent. The sun was eclipsed. The day turned into darkness. All of creation understood the greatest event had taken place and we know having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly triumphing over, some people think I'm just preaching, triumphing over them in it. So at that moment, hallelujah, everything necessary to triumphing over all of the power of the devil was accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Golgotha, hallelujah, and he stripped the enemy of all his power in order to give humanity the empowerment to invade the days to come and the, and the millennia to come with the good news of the gospel. And the good news is that the good news is spreading. Glory be to God. Now, for a moment, the blood and the water that came out of his side was his deposit and impartation to earth. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The sprinkling of an heart from an evil conscience, like we're going to look at, is in the blood of Jesus. The washing of the water by the word is in the word of God. And so Christ pours and deposits into earth what will forever be available for the generations to come. Glory be to God. Right now, right where you're at, let, let your body be washed with the, with the healing of heaven and, and the cleanliness of the Holy Spirit. Right, right where you're at, let, let your guilt be removed by the sprinkling of vindication from the high priest that has given his life for you. The sun wouldn't shine. The sun wouldn't shine. The day turned into darkness. Are you listening? And, um, and that event could never be undone. Everyone all over the world, remember that. That event can never be undone and the fallout of it is the upstanding of your life. Glory be to God. And so because of that, I want us to look at Hebrews, and um, I'm going to go to chapter 10, and then I'll come back. If you have a, 
a, a uh, device, a, um, a Bible, and I'll, I'll teach you out of this, this word here, or read out of this word here. I felt directed to look at this in verse, beginning with verse 20. By a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh. Let's stop. Notice the moment the body of Christ, the literal body of Christ was pierced. The veil of the temple was ripped in two. And, and, and at that moment in time, every veil that used to have dominion over the mind, will, emotions, and spiritual behavior of humanity throughout history, from the day Adam fell, and his eyes were open to nakedness and closed to the glory he had from the day he feared and hid in the garden to all down through history. When we knew in part, we, we understood, we saw with signs and we saw with, with shadows and with types and all of that. And we could not enter in. The Holy of Holies was not made available to the people of God, only the high priest could go in once a year to the Holy of Holies, and he would go behind the veil once a year, not only with the blood of animals, but for his sins as well as for the sins of the people. But this high priest, this event, this supernatural, miraculous Never undone victory. This cross of Golgotha, this piercing of Christ's side was not so that he could pour out blood for his own sin. He had no sin. He had no venom. Thank you very much. He had no guilt. The blood was provision for your vindication and the water was washing for your sanctification and the and the and the reach your hand and put it into my side was the opening so that the veil that used to cover and separate between God and man between man and man mankind and mankind and, and um, between the natural realm and the realm of revelation was ripped in two and when it was ripped in two he consecrated for us by a, new, by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. Everybody, everybody get ready. You're going through, you're going through. There's an opening. There's no such thing as I can't see. There's no such thing as I don't know what the Lord is going to do. There is such a thing as I believe, and that is why I have spoken. I believe God's word. I believe God's servant. I believe God's reality. I believe God's reality more than the circumstances of the world or the lies or the challenges of my life. I believe the reality of the word of God. Hallelujah. I believe the truth. 
I know the truth, I believe the truth, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free, and the truth will make you free. Glory be to God. And having an high priest, verse 21, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast our profession or confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. A new and living way which he has made or consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say his flesh or his side. Let us draw near in full assurance of faith. Not in, not in a hope. In full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Let the blood wash you today from any lie of the enemy that's trying to tell you you're in a circumstance because you deserve it. And let your bodies be washed right now. Be healed right now. In your lungs. In your heart. In your organs. In your stomach lining. In your ligaments. In your knees in your hips in any area of your life that needs a healing glory be to God let the power of God's angelic protection keep you according Psalm 91 there shall no evil befall you and no plague shall come nigh your dwelling because what Christ has done is never undone and the explosion and the fallout of it is your experience right now get up and be made whole get up and rejoice Get up and celebrate. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. And so this, figuratively speaking, the side of Christ is open. And through the side of Christ, I enter into God. Or should we say this? The flesh is open or the veil is rent. And we enter in or draw near. Come on. Come on. Draw near. Draw near to the Lord. Without fear. Without presumption. In humility. In humility. Let the Lord sprinkle your heart. If you murmured against God. If you doubted God. If you wavered about God. If you talked against Moses. Are you listening? Just confess it and draw near right now. You're going to get washed. I feel a miracle come into your life. I feel a miracle come into your home. And to your ministry and to your call. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. Hebrews, the sixth chapter. Is it okay to go forward and then go back? I don't know if I want to do that. Sixth chapter of Hebrews. Can I prophesy to you the word of the Lord? For when God made promise to Abraham because he my, 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 my my, 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 my he could swear by no greater 
he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you or thee. And, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. That wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, he confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast and which enters into that within the veil. Behind the veil, inside the veil. No scripture was written. When Abraham encountered God, when there would be a swearing by the possessor of heaven and earth, no scripture was written yet. Moses had not come. And God wanted to make known to Abraham and his seed that he wants to bless Abraham. And he said, surely, certainly, most positively, with blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you I will bless you with blessing I will multiply you with multiplying now I want to I make this known to you Abraham so you, I'm going to give you two things one it is impossible for God to lie, so I'm going to give you my word. Two is I'm going to perform an oath, and I'm going to swear by myself that I will bring to pass this word to you. This word today is not a probability. God hath sworn by himself. He has declared it. 
and then he have sworn by himself so that among the humanity the end of all strife is the oath in other words if someone swears by the greater we say okay well they must mean what they're saying because surely they wouldn't swear by the greater an oath is an end of all conflict so to us now we say God swore by himself so that by two immutable or two irrefutable or two undisputable facts we might have strong consolation my God there is power in the earth I'm not looking for everybody but I'm looking for everybody who's tired of being just like everybody I said I'm not looking for everybody but I'm looking for everybody who's tired of living like everybody you believe there's more for you in God you believe that he cannot lie you believe that he swore you have strong consolation hallelujah you approach with full assurance you know you have a new way made for you you know that there is a happening that can never be undone and a victory that can never be stolen a triumph that can never be absent and a presence that can never be tilted a victory that can never be stolen a healing that can never be refuted and a wholeness that can never be denied my God hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not looking for everybody. You can have whatever you want. But I'm looking for everybody. Who will not settle for being just like everybody. If that's you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Say, I'm tired of being like everybody else. God has called me with blessing. He will bless me. And multiplying, he will multiply me. If he does it in Abraham, if he does it in Moses, if he does it in Elijah, if he does it in the champions of all, if he does it in his body, the church, he does it in my life today. If he did it in the first century, he'll do it in the 21st century. If my God, I feel the power of the if he did it in 120 AD, if he did it in 60 AD, if he did it in 30 AD, he'll do it in 2020. Glory be to God. And he'll do it this month. This month. There is a breakthrough in your life now. Glory. So that, so confirmed it with an oath. Why are you swearing, God? Because you need it. Because you need it. Why, why are you swearing? Because to men, an oath settles the issue. And to, to men, to men is, and in, 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 um, with men, with humanity, with people that I'm making my promise to, with Abraham and his seed, and if you belong to Ab- if you be- belong to Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? And so I want to bless you with blessing. Will I bless you? Multiplying, I will multiply you. And so, um, and um, I'm going to confirm this with an oath 
because an oath to humanity is a confirmation and uh, it gives you uh, a knowledge of the immutability of my counsel, my never changing plan. I'll never change my plan. My plan will remain the same. I plan to bless you with blessing and multiply you with multiplying. I plan to bring you out of the cave and down in the ministry. I plan, hallelujah, to bring you out of the wilderness and into the promised land. I plan, hallelujah, to give you the victory over your Goliaths. I plan, glory be to God, to give you my, my promises and fulfill them in your life. So the Lord could swear by no greater. So he swore by himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God said, by God, I'm going to bless you. By God, I'm going to multiply you. Glory be to God. Glo I'm going to bring you to myself. I'm going to bring you to myself. And so that we might have strong consolation and... Um, we're, we're in God, verse 17, we're in God, willing more abundantly to show the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it with an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation or assurance, who have fled, or we have what, bypassed this world and went, refuge or, or to the shelter or to the what? To, to the sanctuary or to the what? To the encampment or to the what? To the camp of the Lord. To lay hold upon the hope. We've got to hold on the hope. What, how do you get a hold on the hope? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Someone, someone around the world right now, you got to hold on. you got to hold on the hope. You got to hold on the, now faith is the substance of them, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You got to hold on the hope. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It, it is not the antichrist time. It is the time of the Christ. Don't be afraid. It is not collapse time. It is upstanding time. It is not, it is not downcast time. It's uprising time. It's victory time. It's triumph time. Don't be afraid. I'm reminded of when David was, was, was thirsty and um, the camp of the Philistines were was between him and between the uh, the 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 um, uh, the um, the um, well of water in Bethlehem that he wished to drink from, and his mighty men 
thought if the king wants a drink from there and they rushed and broke through a host of the enemy just to bring back the drink even though he threw the water on the ground and said no because he's not going to rejoice just in personal victory he wants victory for his entire army and today I didn't come for my victory I came for your victory in your city in your state in this nation in your nation in your region in your jurisdiction in your atmosphere in your church in your ministry in your family in your body in your mind in your will and in your call mighty men that are gonna break through whatever it is that seems to stand between us and what God has supplied for us to have excuse me a little bit I'm, I'm trying to teach but I told you the prophet speaks tonight two groups of people those that'll let it happen and those that'll just listen who will let it happen yes. who will let it happen will you let it happen For refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Now watch this. Which hope we have as an anchor of the what? Soul or of the self. Both sure and steadfast. Unmovable, unshakable. Glory be to God. Anchor of the soul. That means we haven't been caught up. We haven't been raptured. Christ did not return yet. Right now. Right now, our soul is anchored. Right now, our soul is not tossed. Right now, our soul doesn't have double minds. Right now, our emotions are not running amok. Right now, we're looking at the hope, and the hope is not far away. Hallelujah. Our God who promised, God swore, glory be to God. We have strong consolation. Praise the Lord. We have full assurance. Hallelujah. And our soul is anchored with, and um, which enters into that within the veil. So where the forerunner, where Christ rose and ascended to and sat, sat down to represent us as our high priest now, because we are crucified with Christ, our, nevertheless we live our soul is anchored within the veil because through the body that he split so that we can enter the revelatory realm of God, we see the provision of heaven, not in measure, but in abundance, not only in 30, but in 60 and a hundredfold, not only in good, but also acceptable and perfect will of God. Glory be to God. We are steadfast, we are unmovable, and we are carrying the light even if the sun herself will not shine, the Son of God will shine in your heart to get the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that shines in the face of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Surely with blessing will I bless you and multiplying will I multiply you. And... Um, If, if um, um, 
you um, follow the teaching of the Apostle Paul, how many remember uh, the fact that stoned, left, left for dead, and then rose up and went ministering? How many remember shipwrecked? Number of times. And how many remember a night and the, the day in, in the deep? And how many remember beaten with rods? In other words, everything that could have crippled this minister, this apostle of faith, failed to become his permanent defeat. Until he was ready to be offered, nothing could stop him. So he gave us his theology. His God speech. And I have that today. Nothing, I, ha I have that in my being, in my spirit, in my soul, in my body, and in my voice. And when you receive that, if you believe that God has sent his servant to speak into your life, you're not believing in me. You're believing beyond me. You're believing in the one that has chosen by grace to make me his habitation and to speak through my mouth into your life so that nothing in this world can stone you, stop you, cripple you, kill you, or knock you out of the race that you've begun. You do not start and grow weary. You do not start and grow faint. You renew your strength. You mount up. You run. You're not weary. You walk, you will not faint, you mount up with wings of eagles. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! These words are spirit and life carrying the very power of the living God to your ministry, to your to your to your to your clergy, to your pastoral team, to your ministerial outreach, to your house. And, and, and to your business and, and to your life every part of your life will never be um, defeated never be defeated if God be for you and he is now we got some things out of that I went to the end and, and then I think I'll, I'll, I'll just have you look with me at 1 Corinthians and chapter 2 and verse 2. Of course, that's a very famous uh, uh, portion of Scripture because 1 Corinthians 2 and 2 is something, a, a part of our miracle ministry. Um, and uh, I teach that, and all our students globally know that I teach out of that quite a bit of time, the second chapter there of 2 Corinthians. First, verse 1, and then, and then we're going to, we're, we're, uh, if it's okay, I'm, I'm going to elaborate a little bit uh, for, for the word of the Lord for you. This is, this is important. This is important. Today, I, 
I am, I'm coming to you to arrest and assault your adversity. So it might, it might fly and run out of your world real fast like, but if it's here a verse or two from now, it's going to be assaulted and arrested. It's going to be nailed. I determined not to know anything among you. I determined this with myself that I would not come again to you in what? In heaviness. For if I make you sorry, who is he then that makes me glad? And um, but the same which makes so, which is made sorry by me. And I wrote the same unto you. No, no, no notice this is an epistle that is following up another epistle. He's, he's following up um, a, 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 another rather visit that, that he had with them. Isn't that right? And the same unto you, that which I come, that, that when I come, I should have sorrow from them of whom I ought to rejoice. And having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all. And so he, you see here that his desire is to remind the church that he had visited, ministered to, preached to the very fundamentals of the, of the liberty that he preached to them so that when he comes, he wouldn't come with a heaviness or a heavy hand to them, but he would come to them seeing that they are revived according to this um, epistle and, and this teaching for them. Amen? And, um, and so we have to understand what is it that Paul, um, the apostle, um, ministered specifically to um, the Corinthians that, uh, that, that um, was that important to them. Um, and, um, and we see that much of what the Apostle Paul taught the Corinthian church came out of his revelation of the price and the victory of Christ on Golgotha. That means as Christ was lifted up and as the price and the victory betwe between He's between heaven and earth in the middle of the prince of the power of the air's living room, paying the price for man to be different than man is in ourselves. He supplies for us 
the, the victory um, that, um, that, um, that he gives us. So Paul declares this to us even when he says, and my speech later, and my preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but what? With demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. He says, I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him, what? Crucified. So, and, 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 and so he, he tells us that I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified, meaning that is the, that is the acknowledgement of the victory. That is, that is acknowledgement of the victory. When I want to stop for a minute and, and tell you, when we gather together and we celebrate communion, and we do show the Lord's death till we come. Why are we showing the Lord's death? The Lord is alive. No, no, no. We're sh- it's so, so when you, when you take this bread, and th- this bread which you break, is what? Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? The cup of blessing which you drink, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? So he said, it was delivered to me what I delivered to you, that in the night, in the the same night in which the Lord was betrayed, he took bread, blessed it, break it, and gave. Said, take, eat, this is my body, in the same fashion also he took the cup, and he said, this is my blood in the New Testament. This do in remembrance of me. And the Apostle Paul tells us, he said, for as often as you do eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show or preach. That's what it means. Or pronounce or declare the Lord's death till he comes. That means when we preach and declare His death, we're declaring the moment, the defeat of the devil, or the price was paid in full. The last words of the Lord who laid down his life for us were, it is paid in full, or it is finished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So so, um, I determined to only know that Jesus Christ and him crucified. And then later on, he, he tells us we speak wisdom and, and, and um, yet not the wisdom of this world or the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery or the hidden wisdom which none of the princes of this world knew for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Means they wouldn't, they would have if they, they, if they could undo this, they, could, they, they would undo it. But they can't undo this. They cannot undo this. Hallelujah. 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 So, so this, 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 um, this, um, In Galatians 6 and 14, the Apostle Paul says, But God forbid that I should glory, 
saving the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ in whom the world is crucified to me and I to the world. Is that what you have in your Bibles? Look at that. Is that what you have? I will what? I will not boast in anything except what? The cross of whom? Of the Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world or the cosmos, the world is crucified to me. The world is dead to me. The snake bite is dead to me. The demons are dead to me. The disease is dead to me. The poverty is dead to me. The failure is dead to me. The legal right of the planet over me because of the fall of Adam is dead to me. Because of the cross, what used to rule me is dead to me. Because of the cross, hallelujah, I am dead to what used to be ruling over me. And I'm alive unto God. The devil has no dealings with me. The enemy has no right over me. Plague has no right to touch me. Disease has no right to attack my family, my tribe, my people, my nation. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here that is crucified to the world and the world is crucified to you? Glory to God. And having spoiled, Colossians 2 and 15, having spoiled principalities, you're going to love this, having spoiled principalities and powers, Having spoiled principalities, he stripped principalities and powers, making a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Colossians 2 and 15. Triumphing over them in, in it. Are you listening to me? And, and in the Berean translation it says, triumphing over them by the cross. Now, if, if you have the ability to grasp this, here's how, what the original Greek says. In, on, at, and by. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in the cross, on the cross, at the cross, and by the cross. Oh, had the princes of this world known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They were there. They saw the serpent lifted up, but they didn't understand the sign. They didn't understand the, they didn't understand the figure. They didn't understand the victory. They didn't understand that the Lord would take on the powers of darkness themselves and crucify them on Golgotha's hill. Glory be to God to break their legal right over humanity. You cannot take humanity to hell. You cannot diffuse the power of the delivered. You cannot stifle the victory of the redeemed. You cannot shut the mouth of the victorious. You cannot silence the shout of the saint. You cannot stop the prayer of the... the righteous, you, my God. Our help is greater. Uh, 
His presence is greater. His power is greater. His promise is greater. Hallelujah. And so at the cross, on the cross, in the cross, and by the cross. Hallelujah. And so this is the Greek word for, for triumphing over them in it. And so these principalities and powers, the principalities is the word exousias or authorities. Hit someone, say authorities. Authorities. Authority has no authority over you. Just like the Lord told us when it told us in the 72. He said, I give you authority. King James said power. The word is exousia. I give you authority over all the dunamis of the devil. And nothing shall by any means harm you. Here he tells us in Galatians, triumphing over Prince over the authorities so the devil's power has no uh, power over your authority and the devil's authority has been taken away from him and authority has been given to you over his power the church is alive the victory is won the triumph is at hand hallelujah hallelujah Now we take authority and we rebuke cancer. We come against leukemia. We come against asthma. We come against um, illicit bondage. We come against demonic oppression. We come against demonic depression. We come against the spirit of suicide. I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Take your hands off of God's people. Depression and oppression and every negativity that has come against the people of the Lord. As I stand here today representing the global church and standing on behalf of the global body of believers in 222, 23 nations and territories. I say there is no place for you. And we say it all together in agreement. Hallelujah. Give no place to the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. So we can see why the apostle Paul stayed around the cross. Because the cross was the legal right through which we can uh, uh, um, minister in the power of God. That is how at, on, in, and by the cross, Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, single-handedly offered himself without spot to God through the eternal spirit, and by doing so, spoiled principalities and powers and made a public display of them openly, triumphing over them in the cross, on the cross, at the cross, and by the cross. Therefore, giving me identification, giving us identification with the same on the cross, hallelujah, at the cross, by the cross, and in the cross. 
so that we can, through the veil, have an anchor that keeps our mind and our soul from ever moving away from full assurance of faith because God, who wanted to with blessing bless us and with multiplying multiply us, has sworn by himself so that by two immutable things we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. The body of Christ is impregnable, impenetrable, undefeatable, cannot, uh, without failure, by the grace of God, more than conquerors, by the grace of God, saints, by the grace of God, holy, by the faith of God, triumphant, by the gifts of God, uh, overcoming by the commission of God spreading, multiplying increasing enforcing the kingdom or the rule of Christ on earth through the authority granted by our affirmation that in the cross, at the cross on the cross and by the cross Powerlessness came to the devil and victory was supplied to humanity because a way was made that supplied the blood and the water and ripped the veil. Now, I'm no longer wearing, I'm no longer wearing, you're no longer wearing um, the dark shades or the veil of, uh, of human endeavors to see something God is not showing. But now he's opened up, taken away the scales off your eyes like the scales fell off of Saul of Tarsus' eyes when Ananias laid hands on him and he was filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and now you can look and the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the Lord says, hold up a minute. This thing that is trying to stand up against me was defeated and is defeated, was paid for and is paid for, was was nullified and is nullified. I stand in victory as Christ stands in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me and, and, and the life that I now live in the body, in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 And so, so he died so that you will not die. He died so that we will not die. He died so that we will live. That's the Christian that's the Christian. He who lives. He who believes in me. Though he were dead. Yet shall he live. Whosoever lives. And believes in me. Shall never die. That's the Christian. Shall never die in trespasses and sins. Shall never die in sicknesses and disease shall never die in afflictions, shall never die begging bread, shall never die of hunger. Somebody say, well, Dr. Fush, how do you know that? Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. 
and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who delivers your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good, your youth is renewed like the eagles. My God. Hallelujah. How do you know this? The Apostle Paul, I'm in a straight betwixt two. I have a fork in the road to go and be with Christ or to stay here. I haven't yet decided. But then the Apostle Paul again, I've decided. Woo! I am now ready to be offered or poured. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. Oh, sure you did. They stoned you. You got up and preached. (laughs) They beat you with lashes so many times, 39 times, you got up and preached. You shipwrecked, you got up and preached. Number of time prisons, prison, you got out. You sang your way. You sang your way out of chains. They came to get you. You said, no, I ain't going. You brought me here. You beat me, brought me here secretly. You better escort me out of here. The time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. I am looking for you. Not for everybody. God has sent me to those who are course finishers. Not just hoping, not just wishing, not just trying, not just tasting, but after tasting and knowing that the Lord is good, deciding my mind is made up. I will not turn back. I will not change my mind. I will not change my report. Hallelujah. I refuse, glory be to God, to accept a life that is like every other ordinary life when the Lord has called me to be distinctly different for me to live is Christ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I've fought a good fight. I'm now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. So your Old, the old is dead. The new is now. Can you can you see that? Yes. The old is constantly dead, crucified with. The new is nevertheless. I live, yet not I, but it's Christ who lives in me. The old was buried with him in baptism. 
raised to live with him in what? Newness of life. Circumcised in the waters of baptism with the circumcision not made with hands. So today, because I could teach and preach another hour, but I'm not going to. Today, what do you need? What do you need? Is this word relevant to you? What do you need? According to statistics, from the beginning of the year to now, probably, uh, well, not probably, but over 5,000 people committed suicide by a firearm. 5,000 people. That is a demonic, mental, solical attack of depression over human beings. We're not going to tolerate that. I said we're not going to tolerate that. I said we're not going to tolerate that. I'm talking about in America. I'm not talking about globally. So you're going to rise up and you're going to say, look, there is more at play in this world than I, I, I know. But I am hooked up with a global mission. And I am going to take authority over every weapon of the adversary that is designed to harm and hurt humanity because the enemy is angry. The devil knows he has but a short time. And I'm here to tell you, the shorter the time for the devil is, the stronger the power on the church is. It's time for the body of Christ to arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. There is an hour that is going to have, that is going to come today and then in this month and in the following months as we celebrate. Now you're going to see this month a miracle happen and I have a sense in my spirit some things are getting ready to be not only a national answer but they're going to be an international answer and they're going to come because of a church that knows how to pray, knows how to believe, knows how to confess, knows how to stand. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. The days of defensive Christianity is over. The day of commissioned Christianity is now. Now we're not going to enlist you. We're drafting you. I said we're drafting you. Come on in. Come on in. We're not going to live in defense. We're not just going to get these, these reports and say, I don't receive that. I, I don't confess that. I don't claim that. No, we're going on the offensive in the goodness of God. The good news is that the good news is spreading. Hallelujah. 
healing in your life, health in your life, wholeness in your life, soundness in your mind, stability in your stands, provision for your family, growth for your business, cancellation for your debt, change for your nation, righteousness in your heart, vindication in your soul. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.